Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, January 20, 2022. Dear friends, obviously, COVID is the main topic of Italian media and concern of all of us. But there are two events approaching and already very present on Italian newspapers, televisions, radios and websites. One of them will not be the subject of these with Italian News videos, and that is the San Remo Festival. The second one instead will be the subject of a video entirely dedicated to it, the one of next Monday, June 24, January 24. It is the election of the next president of the Republic. Without making names or political gossip, I will try to explain how it happens and why this time it is at the center of a series of coincidences that make it really unpredictable and very, but really very, very chaotic. If you want to understand something more about this fundamental appointment of our country, do not miss the video of Monday, January 24. As for today, the virus begins to slow down its race and the speed of growth of infections in Italy is slightly decreasing. After the widespread of the Omicron variant that led to the exponential increase of COVID infections in recent weeks, in fact, now it seems that the epidemic curve is slowing down. The situation in our country is still delicate and the numbers are still growing with regard to the incidence of infections, but according to experts, the peak may have already, have already been reached. However, a research published by the most important Italian newspaper has revealed <coughs> that, it, that if from January 1st to January 15, tests have discovered about 2,380,000 positives, the real infections could amount to a much higher number in Italy, between 8 and 16 million total. The calculation starts from an assumption, the rate of positivity, i.e. the number of people detected as positive to a coronavirus swap test in Italy has never been so high. It has reached 15% while in the past it barely exceeded 5 or 6%. But the higher the rate of positivity, the more there are infected who risk not being found. And that's because the tracking system has since broken down and most asymptomatic infections go undetected. For this reason, explains the newspaper, it is likely that today only a fraction between 15 and 30% of real infections are recorded, as demonstrated in Great Britain about what happens there. <clears throat> Whether it is true or not, the certain data are those concerning hospitalizations and intensive care. It is on the basis of this that the restrictions measures are decided according to the scheme of zones of different colors, even if the regions are asking to change this model. Every Friday, the government decides on the basis of weekly monitoring, and it seems that according to these numbers, next Monday could go in the orange zone Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, Piedmont, Sicily, Abruzzo, Marche, and the autonomous province of Trento in Trentino Adige. Instead, Valle d'Aosta, which has already been in the orange zone for a week, risks going into the red zone and thus having to give up ski tourism, which in the red zone would be all closed, and ski, tourim is, ski tourism is the main business of the region. Drugs against the coronavirus have recently become available, and in Italian hospitals, half of the stock today is given to the unvaccinated, which are about 10% of the population. It means that out of 10 pills that many times uh, save lives, five go to 10% of the Italians, those who have chosen not to vaccinate, and the other five to the 90% of the population, those who did. I gotta be honest with you, every day gets bigger and bigger in the number of those who think that this 
Enormous inequality is not right. Fortunately, the number of those in this minority of non-vaccinated has been slowly shrinking since January 5, when the Italian government announced the introduction of mandatory vaccination for people over 50. The requirement will end on June 15, 2022, and those who turn 50 by that day will still have to comply. The controls <coughs> at the national level on those who are at least 50 years old and are not vaccinated or healed will begin on February 1st. And it will be important that they are strict, because often in Italy we do not do what we should, counting on the fact that the controls are always very light. It is punishable not only those who are not vaccinated, but also those who have not completed the vaccination cycle according to schedule. For example, those who have done uh, the first dose but not the second one, or those who have done the first two but then let the Green Pass expire and did not do the booster dose. The focus of the debate, uh, in the meantime, continues to be on schools. Many new infections are affecting the youngest children. Some worry to postpone the return to school after the Christmas vacations, but the government has decided not to, and the numbers seem to say that it was the right decision. Today, 93.4% of classes are in presence, of which 13.1% with some students who follow the lessons from home because positive or in quarantine. Classes totally temporarily at home are only 6.6% now. Out of a total of 7,360,000 students, those in presence are 88.4%. <clears throat> As mentioned in a previous video, as if the problems caused by the COVID were not enough, throughout Europe and particularly in Italy, there is a very hard emergency due to energy costs that are hitting families very hard, but hard hit are also the businesses of commerce, accommodation and catering that in 2022, despite the eight measures already adopted by the government, will have to support an increase in, in energy bills with a total expenditure for gas and electricity that will increase from 11.3 billion euros in 2021 to 19.9 .9 billion in 2022, with a plus 76% growth. A hefty bill for 1 million businesses and especially bars, restaurants and hotels, the hardest hit by the pandemic, which now risk closure because of energy prices. <clears throat> These are unsustainable increases that will also affect inflation and weaken consumption and therefore inevitably interrupt economic growth. The government is trying to increase the share of energy and gas produced in Italy, but it is certainly not something that can be achieved quickly. After Covid, this is the biggest problem that is affecting Italy. And speaking of inflation and prices, according to recent research in Italy, the most expensive city among those with more than 150,000 inhabitants is Bolzano in Trentino Alto Adige, followed by Genoa in Liguria and then Aosta in Valle d'Aosta, Catania in Sicily and Trieste in Friuli Venezia Giulia. Instead, the least expensive city is Campobasso in Molise, followed by Naples in Campania. At the regional level, the record goes to Valle d'Aosta, followed by Liguria and Trentino Alto Adige. <coughs> Still talking about economics, another study just published reveals that in 2020 the pandemic has worsened the economic conditions of Italian families and risks widening the pre-existing economic and social gaps in the short and medium term. In the first year of living with the coronavirus in Italy, the concentration of wealth increased. The share of wealth held by the top 1%, which is growing slightly on an, an, an annual basis, 
now exceeds 50 times that held by the poorest 20% of our fellow Italians. At the, end of, at the end of 2020, the richest 5% of Italians held more wealth than the poorest 80%. In the 21 months between March 2020 and November 2021, the number of Italian billionaires on the Forbes list increased by 13 and the aggregate value of the assets of the super-rich grew by 56%. The 40 richest Italian billionaires now own the equivalent of the net wealth of the poorest 30% of Italians, or 18 million adults. <clears throat> As I always try to do, I'd like to end this video with some good news. According to the 2021 report from the National Transplant Center, organ tissue and cell donation and transplantation in Italy in 2021 returned to pre-pandemic levels after the sharp slowdown in 2020, when the impact of COVID had led to a 10% drop. In 2021, the situation marked a plus 12.1% in organ donations and a plus 9.9% in transplants. 3,778 transplants performed in Italy by 20, in 2021, 30, 341 more than in 2020. The regions with the most interventions were Lombardy, Veneto and Emilia-Romagna. Well, it's all for now. It's all for today. This was With Italian News. Uh, my name is Umberto Mucci. I'll see you next Monday, uh, January 24, with a video entirely dedicated to the election of the President of the Italian Republic, uh, which will start on, on January 24, but probably uh, we will have a President uh, around uh, Thursday, January 27, or something like that. Anyway, the video dedicated to it will be the with Italian news of uh, Monday, January 24. Please stay safe, please take care. My name is Umberto Mucci. Ciao from Rome.